Business is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. It's another happy publishing week with us on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And every once in a while, it's time to revisit what's going on in social media. Why you should care as an author, why you should care as a small press publisher, and what's new, what's old, and what you need to maybe discard and transition through. So here's here's what we're going to be doing. With me is Jules Marie. She's a publicist, as well as a certified social media strategist. She's a word chef. She's a word nerd. I love that. And she has been working with with authors and telling stories for over two decades and created multiple articles. I mean, hundreds, hundreds of articles in a variety of publications. And she really loves, one, the art of writing, but also totally embraces, gets how imperative, how critical, how crucial it is for any author to jump on the social media bandwagon. So that's our emphasis today, to really look at what we should be doing. We're going to take it from the newbies, the beginning people, or for if if you're maybe just noodling an idea for a book, why you need to pay attention to social media and that gulp word marketing from the very get go. And then we're going to transition and we're going to, or, or maybe we'll integrate throughout savvy tips for the more experienced, experienced author um, and who's been out there for a while and it's still trying to maybe figure out though what exactly it's all about and what's changed and what they need to put it together from that. So with me is Jules Marie, and she you can you can track her at 33 Words uh, on PR um, and on Facebook, but we'll get into that and repeat that as we go throughout. So Jules, let's jump into this. Welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Thank you. Good morning. All right. And so with that, what would you tell what, what what would you tell a, a newbie author about social media? I would tell a new author what I would tell any new business owner, and that is that you have to be using a variety of social media platforms to spread the word about your book. You have to use social media. And And have you figured out what it is Exactly, that builds such resistment, resistance, I guess, not resistment, resistance with so many authors, because it's really common. Well, it's surprising to me because authors love, I mean, they love to write. That's what they're doing. And social media is all about writing. It's all about words. So I work with a number of people who, like 
they definitely resist using social media. They think it's going to be a time suck. Uh, they don't understand how to use it. Um, they don't get the importance of using it. And that surprises me because they're writers. We're writers. So using social media is easier to me than going and doing maybe a lecture someplace because you get to put your words out there and share your vision, your passion. Um, you get to engage with your fans. They get to know you via social media. And there's so many different ways that you can promote your book with it. And that's what we'll be talking about today. And, and that is what the critical thing is. So it is designed for writers. <laughs> and, you know, you don't have to wear makeup you're, unless you're doing video. <laughs> it's designed for writers. But there is that. And there is that belief. It is a belief um, that it could be a giant spiraling around the drain energy suck and the reality is it, it well let me just say this if you get uh, caught up in all of a sudden and i've had this happen i'm jules i'm sure you've experienced it too with some of the people you work with that they go on facebook and three hours later because they've been diddling around and going through <laughs> and not understanding how to use it versus letting it use you and maybe that's something that we need to kiss on right away. Right. Facebook. So, yeah. Go ahead. I think that to me, Facebook is probably for some people a little more confusing to use than even something like Twitter. Uh, Facebook just has so many options that uh, I think a lot of people just go in and they set up their basic profile and then they just, maybe write a post, and then they start reading the news on Facebook. That's what gets to be the drain. That's what puts you in the swamp. That's where you lose time. So you have to tell yourself when you go on there that what you're going to do is focus on your page. You're going to focus on building your page. And, and I'm talking about a business page. Um, for an author, mm -hmm. you have to have a personal page, um, but you really need a business page. And all Facebook business pages are linked to your personal page. And the reason you want that business page is because it offers you a number of options you don't get from a personal page. It offers you the ability to target your fans, to uh, promote your uh, book via ads, Facebook ads. It offers you insights and analytics into who your fans are. What time do they visit your page? What did they click on that they liked on your Facebook page? These are all things that are offered via Facebook. So. I think that because it has so many options, so many ways to help you make money, I think people just get confused and they do the basic posting, which is good, but it's not going to increase their bottom line. All right. So how do we, for Facebook then, increase the bottom line using it? So we have our, we have our business page, or we used to call them fan pages. Do you remember those days? <laughs> They were all mm -hmm. fan pages. All right, so other mm -hmm. business pages, they're absolutely directly linked. One of the things I, I hound my authors is to knock off mixing up your postings. Your personal page is personal, and mm -hmm. your business page is about you engaged, tied in, supporting your book. It's not about how you think politically, unless you have other thoughts okay. about that. That's where I come from. I mean, I, I and I just see it so screwed up so many times that um, they don't know how to unravel it. Do you have some ideas there? Uh, yeah, they need to unravel it. <laughs> they need to separate <laughs> <Right>. it. 
thing is that, okay, so if I look at my personal page and my business page, so my personal page is Jules Marie. My business page is 33 words. On my Jules Marie page, I put the hike that I went on and the postcard writing party I went to for um, my political beliefs. I put on how I feel about um, the food supply. I put on my best friend's new baby. I don't put any of that on my 33 words page. Mm-hmm. I put on the classes that I'm teaching, words that I love, um, students who had a blog, uh, you know, students who I taught in a class that had a blog published, students I taught in a class that got a magazine article published, um, an author who got a book, a book uh, contract. So I'm writing about everything that has to do with words on my business page. And by using my business page, I can see who my fans are. I can't tell on my personal page who read my post. I, I don't even know if anybody saw my post on my personal page. But the business page offers you insights. I can see who liked it. I can even see who clicked love. I can see who clicked the happy face, the angry face, because Facebook allows you to engage with your fans. And that's the most important word really we use in social media is engagement. And on your personal page, you don't get the kind of engagement that you'll get on a business page. I think authors, because people look for an author under their personal name, okay? So you've written a book, Judith Bryles, they're going to look for you under Judith Bryles. First, they may not necessarily look for you under the Good Shepherd or Author You. So they'll go to, so, so you as an author think you need a personal page and you need to put everything on your personal page. And now maybe you've got 4,000 fans on your personal page. But you don't know how your fans feel. You don't know when they read your posts. You don't know how they react to your posts. You don't know if they share your posts. All of this you will know on the business page. So for any beginning author, I say this. Start your personal page under your name, Judith Bryles. Start your business page under your name, Judith Bryles, author. Just add the word author. Let that word distinguish that this is now your business page. And use that to post everything that has to do with your book. Also post things about your book on your personal page to direct them to your business page. But use that business page for everything that has to do with marketing your book. Does that make sense? It, it's critical. I actually, since the Book Shepherd is a branded trademark name, I actually, you know, tie in Book Shepherd. And I don't do mm-hmm. Judith Brown's author, but you, you've got to have that. Everybody, you've got to... Um, understand what branding is. I think that's essential, and and uh, separate that. And I and I think maybe one of our other tips um, should be is that <laughs> that if you do have you if you have mixed it up, you need to go in and start deleting and unmix it. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and 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 actually, as a side issue, I know attorneys who have lost cases because of screw ups and mixed posting that people shouldn't have done on Facebook um, clients of theirs. Right. And I've, and I've known people who have lost jobs or never got their foot in the door of the interview because of things they posted on their Facebook page and understand that people who are looking to work with you are looking at these elements to see who mm-hmm. and what you are about. And that's just so critical. It's so mm-hmm. critical. So we grind well, it in. I, I just want, I want to say one thing about that deleting those posts because in the classes I teach, uh, especially on Facebook, people don't realize they can delete or edit a post. 
All you have to do is no. look at the post you wrote, and in the upper right-hand corner is a tiny little upside-down V, mm-hmm. a V, like the letter V. It's gray. You can barely see it. I don't know why Facebook doesn't make it red or black or some mm-hmm. bright color. You click on that, and it lets you delete those posts. I have to echo what you say. You've got to go back and get the junk out of the trunk. you got to clean it up because <laughs> people are looking at what you're saying online. And, and even if you delete it, they say things can stay there forever. Well, it's gone. It's gone off your timeline. Nobody can comment on it. Nobody can see it. And that little tiny delete key will save you sometimes. It also right. allows you to edit your post. Okay, so Jules, we'll be right back. So you got to dump the junk. And we'll be right back with Author You, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me today is Jules Marie. She is an expert in publicity, promotion, marketing. Get your word, your book out there. 
and really using the phenomenal portal called social media that spooks so many. So as we went into the break, we were really, really setting up for what social media would any author want to use? And it's and you you can't ID that until you, dear author, know specifically who your target market slash reader is. So Jules, let's jump into that. Where do we start? Well, again, I echo your words that before you really can decide on what social media platform or platforms might work best for you, you really need to know your audience. You need to know who your readers are. Who are your people? Is this young adult, is this young adult fiction? Because if it is, your readers are going to be on Instagram. They're not going to be on Facebook. Those younger kids are not using Facebook as a social media tool. They're using Instagram. They're using Snapchat. They're using Tumblr. So if if your audience is that young adult, that's where you're going to go. If your audience is somebody who's 40, 50, 60, that age group loves using Facebook right now, even though Facebook initially was designed for the college-aged audience. uh, Older groups love using it now because there's just so much that they can do with it. So you... You know, if, if, if that's the audience that you're trying to reach, you would go to Facebook. If you are an author who is, uh, I was thinking about this. Like, let's say you're a romance author, all right? Mm-hmm. You've got great pictures. You've got really compelling, juicy material in your book. This might be a great place for you to use Pinterest. Pinterest is a wonderful, fun, creative way you get to build a board, all right? So you're going to build a Pinterest board, and on your Pinterest board, you're going to put images of all of the uh, covers for the book that you had considered. Because you know on those romance books, they always have those really hot, steamy covers. So you might have a Pinterest board on covers that you were interested in. Uh, You might have a Pinterest board on characters, you know, people, your character has a persona. This is what my character looks like. You might have a board of what you imagine that character of yours to be. Um, so, So Pinterest is a way that you can get really kind of specific to what it is that you're doing with your book by using those elements in your book and creating those specific themed boards. And then for Instagram, it's a mobile-only application. So it, you can only you can access it via your laptop or your desktop, but everything, 90% of what can be done on Instagram is done on your phone. So it's a very easy tool to use because you can upload pictures from your phone right to your Instagram account, and you can write your awesome, compelling content right there, and load it up to Instagram. And Instagram photos are shared very quickly. It is, it is a wonderful opportunity if, let's say, you've written a cookbook. You should have every one of those images from your cookbook posted up to Instagram. It's a way for people to know more about your book, know more about those kinds of recipes that you're making, know more about the sorts of foods that interest you, maybe the history, the culture of the food. So you put that on your Instagram platform. Um, and what is so fun about Instagram is it allows you to use filters. So that picture you take that's black and white uh, or that's color, you can turn it into black and white or with sepia tones, the brown tones. You can add neon colors to it. So a lot of times you'll see Instagram photos shared to Facebook, 
And you can tell it's an Instagram photo because it's a little unusual. The colors are a little different. So that's what makes Instagram so special. And then with Twitter, which is so popular, Twitter is a microblogging platform. Writers, <laughs> I'm going to emphasize this so strongly, writers need to use Twitter. It is a microblogging platform. You are writers. It's easy to write 140 characters. You just take, open up your book and take three or four sentences and put them out there on Twitter. Do it a few times a day. Start to entice people with what you're writing about. Give them something. Put some compelling words out there that people will want to retweet or share or comment on. Twitter moves so quickly, unlike Facebook. You could post 10 times to Twitter. It's unlikely one fan will see all 10 of those posts because Twitter moves so quickly. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of posts in Twitter, in your Twitter feed every single day. So it's great to use it because it's because you have an opportunity to post more to Twitter than you do to Facebook. Does that help understand some of the platforms? Yeah. Absolutely, and I and I wanted to say also for Pinterest, you, you mentioned um, uh, for Instagram, take your recipes from a cookbook. If you if you have any cookbook, for heaven's sakes, you need to have that all up on Pinterest. And um, and the other thing that I found, because I, I do a lot of tips that we I make uh, on Canva. I use Canva. And um, I make boards with some of the how-to book publishing related or promo or marketing or whatever the tip is and, and just have a whole tip board um, and, and do that. And, and a lot of our nonfiction authors should be thinking. You really need to think. You're going to do cross-promotion, but there are essential ones to go for. I'm a huge uh, fan of Twitter, too, because I like the short stuff and, and mm-hmm. punch it out. And it does mm-hmm. amaze me, Jules, that... Uh, when I had a client in, and I, I do a, a weekend coaching with him every week, and I says, he says he's on Twitter and he, he posts once a week, and I says, so you're not on Twitter? And he says, no, I'm on Twitter. I said, you're not on Twitter. I said you, you 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 do it. I, I want you to post every day. I mean, you're on Suit Suite. Schedule them out, and you repeat them, and you can take the same type of posting and tweak it with a few words. And add it in, mm-hmm. and, and multiples, but they don't seem to get that, that there is a very, Twitter's got the very short span to it, um, mm-hmm. and that, and you're absolutely right, essential, that that even though someone may be checking in on their Twitter often, that um, they may not see your tweet, because it disappeared 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. on, their, on their whole team. Mm-hmm. And also, the more people they have who follow them, um, or they're following, things are going to disappear even faster. So. Right, right. <clears throat> and and just I I know I just want to say something about Pinterest. It can be, it can also be really useful for that author who's. Um, I'm just thinking like I was writing an article on castles, castles in Colorado, and as I was doing my research, all the pictures of all these awesome pictures of castles were, you know, on all these websites I was visiting. So I started saving them to a Pinterest board. So that started to give me ideas for how the article was going to form. So for an author who's writing a chapter on something and say maybe they're researching um, cemeteries in uh, the Southwest, they could have a Pinterest board with all those images on there. And then People see that out there, and they begin to identify with the author, and that starts to create the engagement. 
And the same with Twitter. When you're using that microblogging platform, there's so many things that you can say. And, and also it's important to remember on Twitter, it's easy to write something, but you also need to include images. You know, even though Twitter is quick words, 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 if you're going to be posting several times a day, still be tossing those really good images in there, uh, not just your book cover, for instance, but you're really going to have to use something that breaks up that Twitter feed too. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of Twitter mm -hmm. is just words, and mm -hmm. you want to have those images or videos added as well. So, and and remind us again. Now, Twitter has the 140 uh, uh, character count, and I've always told my authors don't don't use them all up because if people want to retweet you, they're going to have to start shaving. So make it a little bit right. easier. But do Twitter came up with some new rules? earlier this year where they weren't counting certain characters. Which are those now? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, I guess it, you know more than I do. Oh, got it. Okay, so it's some of the links. Some of the image links, they're not counting in uh, for everyone. So you might want to modify, for whatever you're doing, if you're a Twitter user, I'm a big fan of Twitter, go in to your, the guidelines, your Twitter guidelines, and it's, it's the videos, if you're going over like to YouTube and putting something in, you're adding something there, that they're not counting those in your character count. And I think if yeah. you're, it's smart if you will use a, a social media scheduling tool, management tools, and maybe Jules, you might want to go into a couple of those. Um, but if you're using those, then you will have, um, you'll, you'll come in and you'll um, uh, uh, be able to see how many characters you have left. So um, right. that's right. very helpful. Very helpful. Right. So with Twitter, what happens is Twitter will automatically shrink the link for you. I yes. know that sounds funny, but if yeah, you look at the, the link on a, a website, Okay, it's going to have probably it could have 100 characters in it. I looked at one today that went off my screen. It was probably 200 characters long. That can't be used on Twitter. So Twitter has a tool that allows you to shrink that link. Mm -hmm. um, and now I, I didn't hear this, but it sounds like they're not counting. You can't have 200 characters anyway. They still no. have to shrink the link. And what will happen is it shrinks it down to about 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. 13 is the magic number that Twitter likes. They like your Twitter handle to not be longer than 13 characters, for instance. They, 13 is kind of their magic number. So what will happen is when you take that tweet, if somebody's used all 140 characters, and you click retweet, now it's going to add in the letters RT. Now you're up to 142. Now your, your tweet gets cut off. And unlike Facebook, you can't click read more. You, it's got to just be the 140 characters. So, so as you mentioned, Hootsuite. I use Hootsuite a lot for my clients because in using Hootsuite, it allows us to open up the program, and I can write a post, and I can schedule it to go to Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, Instagram, I can schedule this post to go up to 20 different platforms. And by using Hootsuite to schedule my Twitter posts, it automatically shrinks the link for me. And if I'm over my character count with my link and also my content, it will tell me with red. Exactly. All right. All right. With that, we're going to be right back. We've got more hot social media tips with Jules Marie. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. Yeah. 
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. 
right. So we're up to our eyeballs in social media. And um, one of the things I did, we, we didn't kiss on was LinkedIn, um, when to use it. And so we should do that. And we didn't also mention the giant gorilla in the sky called Google. So um, Jules, <laughs> Jules Marie's with me. Let, let's mention, ideally, when do you use those? And also, I think it's really important to, um, as I, I led into my one client who was posting, you know, once once a week or once a month, you know, it was just trying to do it. And that means you're not doing it. And so let's get some kind of scheduling of what people should be doing in. And that's why... Um, listeners, that you can't kiss all the platforms. You don't want to. What you do is you want to learn one or two that are right fit for you in your book and just stay put there. At least that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, to address the LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn is a great platform to use if you want to reach business people. So if you have, say, a nonfiction book on the history of mining in Colorado, that might appeal to people. Uh, So that would be a good post for you to put up on LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn allows you to, they've now got a great feature. It's called add an article. So if you don't have a blog on your website, you can post an article right to LinkedIn now and immediately begin to be an influencer on LinkedIn. It's very similar to just updating your status for instance, on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, but now you can actually add content. So that's a really great way for people who are not using a blog to be able to write something longer on a site like LinkedIn. Well, I'm, I'm going to you know, Jules, let me just add in. I'm going to say, why aren't they doing a blog? Because that's part of social media too. So do you have thoughts on that? Again, it's, you know, we're all writers. I mean, blogs are... I think they're a necessary tool. I have a blog on my website that I, whenever I need to tell a client something, I write a blog about it. That way I can refer to it later when I'm, I might refer to it on my Facebook page. I might post it out on uh, face LinkedIn. I might post it to my Google plus page. So, you know, it's one more tool to get people to come back to my website where all of my information lives so that they can learn about me and potentially hire me. So mm-hmm. the goal of everything that I'm doing out there, whether it's LinkedIn, Google Plus, Facebook, everything is designed to bring people to my website. So because everything lives there, this is what I do, this is what I charge, these are my clients, here's who I am. So, you know, really the first place to start, I think, is a basic website if you're a very new author. And then you can <clears throat> you can expand your website presence from there. But everything that we're doing ultimately needs to lead people back to that website, and that's where your blog would live. So <clears throat> what I was saying is that LinkedIn allows you now to write longer content on there, so mm-hmm. that's a good way around not having a blog. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So the other yeah, one so, is Google. Well, let me Go let ahead. me add into the posting on LinkedIn um, because I do. I post something at least once a week on the LinkedIn publishing mm-hmm. post, and one of the things to to appease the Google gods now is that your opening paragraph that you had in your blog. Let's say you want to really duplicate the bloody thing, but. You know, people might slap your hands. This, uh, the social media people, uh, the gods, that's Google, um, could come in and do a cyber slap. So what you want to do is take that first paragraph and rework it 
a little bit. Make sure you always have your keywords and all that and then put it in and then you can follow through and then you should be able to flow through fairly easy um, and get another new post um, in there. Mm -hmm. So that's just one of my little tips to use. Right, that you don't want to be repeating the content. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, in, and that is, uh, okay, so Google, Google Plus. The reason you have to use Google Plus is because it's Google. And if you post something to Google Plus, it'll increase your rankings. If somebody likes what you posted on Google, you get what's called a plus one. They like you. And so it increases your rankings because Google sees this as more credibility for you. So Google doesn't pay as much attention to Facebook because they don't own it. They own Google. So they want to see what's happening in Google Plus. And that's how it just shows you're more relevant, you're an influencer, you're legitimate. So you have, you have to use Google+. Plus. Um, and I probably, most of my clients don't like to. I encourage them to because almost everybody has a Gmail account. So it's, it's, it's kind of that necessary evil because it increases your rankings in Google, which is what we all want. We want to be found in Google. Yeah, you want, you want to own the page. When you go into your mm -hmm. expertise, you want to have that pop up. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that is really critical. Um, and you need mm -hmm. to check that out every once in a while. All right. So let's, let's and, do it. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let me just say this quickly too. You mentioned about consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, you have, it's, you need to make a calendar. Okay. I'm going to post to LinkedIn on this day. I'm going to post to Facebook every day. I'm going to post to Twitter three times a day. I'm going to build a board on Pinterest. I'm going to load a new video to YouTube. I'm going to get that newsletter out. I'm going to write my blog. I've just touched on seven things right there. So you have to be your own social media manager and you have to be consistent about it because what's going to happen is you'll post today and you'll post tomorrow. You'll post for three weeks, four weeks, and then you'll go on vacation. Nothing will happen. And you'll say, look at that. Nothing happens on social media. That's because you weren't consistent. Your fans are looking to hear from you. So consistency is so important. Mm -hmm. Tweeting once a week is like not tweeting at all. A million people are not going to see that tweet. It's gone in five seconds. Mm -hmm. So the consistency is really important because you want to get engagement. The more engagement you have online, the more your posts get seen, the more people who hear from you, the more people who come back to you and become your fans and followers and potentially buy that book of yours. So consistency and engagement is critical to social media. You know, you mentioned vacation. Um, having Using one of the social media management tools like a, a Hootsuite or an Egger or whoever you, you know, you marry for this is that what happens then is that you can go on vacation and they never know because you've scheduled everything ahead. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have a big event coming up um, at the end of this month, my Judith Browse book publishing unplugged. I will be out of the loop for four days. I mean, out of the loop. We may post a few pics from it, but I, I don't have time to pay attention. So I have to have everything done ahead of time. That will be, all be rescheduled so I can go into a no brainer mode, at least dealing with daily activities like that. So. That, you know, that's the plus. So you can right. be sipping, you can be sipping on the beach, your Coronas, and people think <laughs> you're a home working. Look at all she's doing. And you are having a good time. <laughs> well, that is the beauty. Those social media scheduling tools like who we are, 
they save your life. And in fact, I am taking a vacation for nearly a month this summer and I'm scheduling like mad right now because I need to know all my clients are taken care of during that time that I'm gone. Yes. And yes. even though I've scheduled everything out, I can still post something real time. But at least I know that something's going to go out and that consistency will be intact when I return. That's right. And that, that also goes on to blogs, that that it, you've got to be committed, you've got to be consistent, and you've got to provide decent content for what people are looking for you. And that can be all done that's all done uh, ahead of time and that's how you build fans and i think one of the things that they they get stuck on jules is they think that this is all going to happen overnight it's it's going to be you know i start this and next week my god i'm going to be a superstar no it, it unless you do something that will throw you into superstar status but most of us it's it's going <laughs> to you know it's it's little it's step step one step at a time and it really takes time and you need to really incorporate a little patience in your formula right so. well they can be superstars maybe we can give let's give some tips um after we do. The next okay commercial break yeah and we, i'll we give have, them some tips of how they might be able to be a superstar well, I love that idea, and we, we've got about a minute and a half before we go to that break, our final break. So let's can we kiss on maybe you know the top three mistakes you see that are that are consistent? How's that? The consistent mistakes we see. Yes. Okay. The first problem or challenge I see is that when people use social media, they're only using ten percent of what's available to them. You need okay. to click on every single thing on that Facebook page. Click on the word settings. Click on the word menu. Click on about. Click on photos. Click on everything until you understand what is happening on your page because you need to own that page. And you need to go into Twitter. You need to do the same thing. You need to go into LinkedIn and poke around. Find those people who are like you. You'll realize there are groups out there of people who are just like you. Go and find those people. So you, you really need to be able to just um, kind of bounce around out there and find your tribe on social media. So I guess how we could do a, a summary, and now we are going to go into the break, the summary is you need to be curious. You need to be curious mm -hmm. and find out what's going on with these platforms. Find like-minded people and then start participating and sharing your wisdom. And for LinkedIn, I'm a huge believer. You start your own group and lead the tribe. And with that, we'll be right back. Jules Marie is our expert today. And we're talking about how to soar and be a rock star in social media. And that's to give you our final break. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. 
You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judithatbryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Author You and the Book Shepherd is always about becoming a seriously successful author. So I know when people have talked to me about Author You, they, they're, a lot of them are dabblers, they're hobbyists, they kind of think the book's going to happen by itself. And you know, you need to understand that it taint. The book will happen because of you and the energy that you put behind it, your passion, your vision, your commitment, and yes, sometimes your pocketbook. So what Jules, Marie, and I are talking about is really incorporating one of the greatest tools. I wish to God, Jules, that when I first published my book, The Woman's Guide to Financial Savvy in 1981, social media existed. It did not. And, um, and yet, you know, 
I got on Good Morning America. I was on a cover of Savvy Magazine. I I learned how to do that. When I had another book that uh, was rejected by every major publisher, which stunned my agent at William Morris and all that, and we went with a very small press, which was a horrible, horrible uh, situation, but I had to jump in and learn how to do all the publicity and all the marketing myself from the get-go. And that took me mm-hmm. from the Wall Street Journal to the National Enquirer to a four-page spread in People magazine to every major television show where even even on the TV show that Geraldo had, I was sitting there and they introduced me and I turned to the person on my right who I brought as one of the guests and I said, you know, the fifth commandment from my book, The Confidence Factor, is always to assess a situation, and I'm assessing this, and I am the wrong fit for this show. And literally, Jules, oh. I was in this, you know, we're in these chairs, they had wheels on, I started backing off the stage with my feet. I mean, I'm moving, I'm transitioning. Oh, my God, they went to the commercial break so fast. And then came back and fixed it. But, I mean, I, I did it all, and I learned how to do it all. And th- that it's so much easier today, dear author. It's so mm-hmm. much easier. So what Jules is going to go through is some hot tips, strategies, so you can become the rock star with social media. So, Jules, I'm going to turn it over to you. So all authors, whether they are traditionally or self-published today, still need to market their own book. It doesn't matter how big your publisher is. You need to still be feet on the street for your own book because your publisher isn't going to manage your social media for you. They're not going to manage your online marketing. They will have online marketing for you if it's traditional, but they won't be doing everything. And even with the small presses, I know some of them offer a small marketing package. Maybe they'll manage your emails or they'll build you an author page. But you really need to manage your own. So here are some ideas, some things that you could put into play now uh, to help boost your uh, books online. Definitely ask fans to post their reviews on your Facebook business page. You have to ask people. If they've read your book, ask them and include the link to your Facebook review so that they can link it. Ask them to post their reviews on Amazon. Everybody knows how big a deal an Amazon review is. And also to post their reviews on Goodreads. There are a lot of virtual reading communities, but Goodreads is the number one. They reach over 2.4 million readers in a month. And so that's a really important site. Every book I read, I write a book review on Goodreads. I think it's a great way for people to uh, maintain a connection with the books that they love, and it's a great platform for authors to use. Yeah, let me do, um, let me can I let me add to here that mm-hmm. a lot of people still don't realize that Goodreads is owned by Amazon, but they don't bridge and they don't cross over the reviews. So my tip Mm-mm. would be to add to that is if someone does number one, is, as Jewel says, you have got to ask and ask and re-ask, but you'll mm-hmm. give them the link. To do the posts, and you just have to keep at them. You you do, and you you know you collect their emails and their names, etc. Once a post shows up on um, Amazon, I would copy the post. I would click on the person if you know who it is. That that's a piece of cake. But a lot of times we don't know who's posting reviews. But if you click on the reviewer's name, a lot of times it does a reveal, and even sometimes there's an email in there. You can click on that, thank them for the review. And copy it again and then give them the link over to Goodreads and ask them if would they copy and post it over there. Ask. You right. got to ask. 
Ask, ask, ask. You have to ask. Um, you really have to ask. And if you have a PDF of your book, you could send that out and ask for reviews that way rather than sending a hard copy of your book. Um, bloggers, the blogosphere, the blogosphere is huge. You can find bloggers who have high readership or high viewership on their blog, and you can offer those bloggers advanced reading copies. They want everybody wants to be first to market. So when your book is published, get it out to those bloggers. Know who they are so that they can read and write about your book and share it with maybe their million readers as well. Is there? Um, do you have a tip on how to find the right bloggers for a genre? Well, it really, yeah, it depends on what you're writing about. You know, if it's if it's a cookbook, you know, you're going to find a lot of sites with uh, cookbook reviews on them. So I'm going to go into Google and I'm going to research blogs, cooking books, blogs, vegan cooking books, blog. You know, just put in that that long keyword string mm -hmm. to search for what you're looking for because in every one it comes up different. Right now, I'm looking for travel blogging. Sites, the really popular ones that might want to let me be a guest blogger on their site. So, you know, um, it's again, it's different for every type of book that you're writing. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, it, it, again, Google's the god here. Uh, just use them mm -hmm. uh, and go in and 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 you you know, best blogs for travel books, best blog for cookbooks, best blogs for YA, fantasy, sci-fi, you know, things like mm -hmm. that that will bring it in, narrow it down, and then reach out and contact them. Mm -hmm. But but follow um, them. I think it's a good idea to follow them and make comments. So maybe that the person who owns the blog, will you'll start getting into their radar. Right, exactly. That's the whole part of engagement is you want them to you want to comment on what they're saying, you want them to comment on what you're saying because the more commenting and sharing there is, the more that post, that blog is going to yes. look like it's um relevant, it's current. Even if something's 2 years old, you notice how it pops up in your news feed sometimes? That's because yep. somebody started commenting on it again and Facebook will take yep. it right to the top. Yeah, the more we do that kind of engagement, the more likely people will be to see our news. Perfect. One mm -hmm. other thing I definitely want to mention is the use of videos. It is so easy to sit in front of your computer and turn your webcam on and make a video sitting right there and talk about your book. Introduce yourself as an author. Talk about your passion. Talk about your vision. YouTube is the fastest growing social media platform that exists. And People love it. People don't have TV anymore. They're watching YouTube. So YouTube videos posted on your website, using them out on social media platforms, it's just a great way for a person to get to know who's that person behind the book. Who, who like, I like Lee Child. He writes, you know, I, his Me character too. is Jack yeah. Reacher. I want to know more about Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher is more real to me than Lee Child. So you want to make that character real for your readers. So yep. having a video hangout is a really great way to personalize your message. Yeah, you know, and, and if, for example, I mean, I, I'm also a Lee Child fan. And um, mm -hmm. and so when you get a new movie, it's just I say, John, Jack, there's a new Jack Reacher movie. Let's go. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going. <laughs> right, except that it's Tom Cruise and he's not Jack Reacher. They created a persona and then they... They hired it out to an actor who is not the persona that was created. He's not that six five. I can do anything actor. So, so that's where we want to maintain the integrity of our character mm -hmm. as well. 
So, so that's where you want to engage with your readers um, and let them know that this is who this person is to you. Mm-hmm. I love that part of building a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the videos are really important to reach people. And Okay, we've got two minutes. About, what's, a, what's a final hot tip? I could think of 80 more hot tips. Don't forget the media. If you're going to have a book signing or a book launch, definitely write a press release or a media advisory and invite the media to come to your event. They may not keep inviting them because the media is always looking for good news events. They, they may say they're coming to your event, and the only reason they're going to cancel is that bad news preempts your good news. Yep, so trust exactly. me, they need good news. It, so that's, that's exactly news. right. And here's the other thing: the the it, it, that press release, whether it goes into the the trash can or it gets passed around or whatever you know, whatever tag you use in that headline or that lead sentence to hook them, there there could be a reporter who actually loves whatever that's about, and they may pocket mm-hmm. that. And if they have a the, they have a window, you might be surprised they could show up. So it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Not All right, Jules. All right, so you're getting ready to go on a one-month travel tour um, with your pooch <laughs> and, and writing about that. And so how can our listeners get a hold of you? They can reach me through my website at 33words.us or I guess that's the best way to reach me, through my website, 33words.us. All right, so that's a plural for words, everyone. So 33words dot us and right. um and she responds and and actually jules and i were we we connected because I, I was looking for some f- final judges for something and then and that all came together but then as i started probing and looking at her i thought oh my god she is a huge expert right in my backyard how cool is that <laughs> so jules thank you so much for being with us today thanks so much judith all right so it's author you your guide book publishing will be with you next week It's June, summer. I love it. Happy writing, everyone. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.